0: All right, sounds like we're good, unless the beans aren't done yet.
1: Sorry, one more time?
0: Beans are done? Beans are done. Okay, sweet. Um, did you have a late night? I what? Did you have a late night?
1: No, but I mean, I, I, I slept it. I don't know. I'm, Mm -hmm. I look a little, uh. (laughs) it's the weekend. I don't know. Um, I, I feel really like bad that we haven't talked at all about Canada's drag race. Have you been watching? It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why haven't we talked about that? We're always so pro-Canada on the podcast. And we've just been talking about UK the past X amount of weeks.
0: I, you know, I wonder if it's because we just haven't gotten to it. And then we get so worked up about it. And then 20 minutes flies by. And then we're like, mm, I guess <laughs> oh, we, we should, should talk, talk about Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs>
1: um yeah. Because now we're we're right at the final
0: three. I had no idea that that was going to happen. Because they were like, oh, it's a reunion episode. I'm like, "What? wait, what?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: They're they're down to only four, though. But I guess they're just going to change the format um, for... Wait, is this format the same as the other Canada? Canada's Drag Race Season 1?
1: Brand new, baby.
0: Okay, I don't mind it. I like having... I like having all of the queens there and then having like a battle for the top three and then having a top three.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it too. I thought it was a, like a mini mini lip sync tournament.
0: Yeah, it was kind of nice.
1: <laughs> um, who, are, who are you pulling for in the final three?
0: Isis Couture.
1: Oh my God, same. Okay. <laughs> but you know, um, I have a feeling this is, this is my hang up about it. Um, Priyanka won last season, and Priyanka's from Ontario. And if Isis wins, then it's two Ontario queens in a row. But I want Isis to win. But I have a gut feeling they're going to give it to Pithia.
0: Mm, me too.
1: But like, ugh, I don't think but Pithia they should win.
0: Don't deserve it.
1: She's like, she's good. Don't get me wrong. She's never had to lip sync. Um, mm. but she she can't do comedy. We find out that she is not a good lip-syncer because she just can't keep with the rhythm. I actually, I was watching it and Isis beat Pythia in the, in the lip-sync to advance to the final three. And I was like, well, of course, of course mm-hmm. she beat her. But then watching Pythia lip-sync against Geometric to um, Call Me Mother, then I was like, oh, I kind of wish Isis lost that lip-sync because I would have loved to have seen her turn it out to Call Me Mother. Because it's like yeah. a way more like I, you just know ISIS would have ripped that song down one side and up the other.
0: Yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would have been definitely water cooler material
1: today. Yeah, it would have been. But Pythia dances like she's like three kids stacked on top of each other under like an investigator's trench coat. Like she's just whoa. Like at a
0: Las Vegas nightclub. Like yeah, yeah.
1: it's not. It's not for me, but yeah, um, can't deny the uh, artistry. But her comedy's not there, and her dancing's not there.
0: No, the dancing isn't there. But I, I surprisingly was pulling for her against geometric. G is dumb. <laughs> Ugh, okay. Um.
1: I, yeah. I, I think she means well, but she dumb. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah. I just like I don't know something about like her her roast. Like the she just doesn't. There's something she doesn't get
0: yeah and it th- th- that's a lot of things
1: i know i should have said dumb that's mean i don't mean that i just meant like yeah i do like gia but i i agree i think pithia in theory should advance to a final yes. three
0: uh yeah uh there I, I just remember um i remember watching it with julie last night and just thinking What is, like, what's going on? Pythia's not that great of a lip-syncer. And then going into the second one, we're like, ooh, there's no way she should win. Because Geometric will actually, like, is actually really, really good. But I think uh, really good has been mistaken for, like, very active on stage.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Can we take a rewind to two weeks prior where she lip-synced against Kimura? And Kimura kept following her in the background like an annoying bird. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> um, okay. That was messed up.
1: I will never forget that lip sync.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> and then and like I, the, I think this is the Canada's Drag Race has got to be the one where they show the most like judge reactions.
1: Yeah, they show a lot of the reactions.
0: Because they're like, most of them were like, What?
1: And then after after the lip sync they're like, we just wanted to ask, what the hell was that?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're like, we and just want she... you to know it was weird as shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what She's... they said to her. <laughs> I don't know. I was just it was what I was thinking, and it's like, um, yeah, that was weird.
1: <laughs> it was so it was so uncomfortable, but I couldn't help but watch it. Like it was it was weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I knew they were th- that they were pulling to go home, potentially. Yeah. But cool. I didn't think that they would just like you know, toss, toss. Yeah. Well, like,
1: and also it was kind of like bad sportsmanship. Cause like you're screwing up Gia too, by getting in her way.
0: Yeah. I was like, mm. mm-hmm. I but. felt really bad for geometric that, that week, but I not. think she
1: looked, she looked pissed, not in the, not in the confessionals, but like on the stage, she looked pissed after the lipstick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, I, 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 but they were like a good sport at least they didn't let, like let it, just totally pissed them off
1: in the confessional she was a good sport yeah she wasn't very she wasn't nasty about it but I I don't blame her if she would have been because yeah that was that was weird anyways uh team ISIS even though it's two Ontario wins in a row if if this were any other year I would say yes have a Quebec Queen win or a BC Queen or one day a Nova Scotia Queen but I think ISIS she needs to win this I need yeah. I need it for ISIS
0: yeah Isis Kuturin is She's the exact kind. She's the exactly the right amount of shady. Um, she's so talented. She like, in,
1: oh, she's sharp.
0: Oh yeah, Hellraiser, but make it lesbian. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, she represents all Canadians, not I, just I've, queer Canadians.
1: We actually saw her performing Kingston right before COVID hit. Yeah, I'll have to send you the video later. It's really good. She does, um, she does a lip sync to Gwen Stefani's "What You Waiting For," and she's wearing like the a sexy rabbit assless chaps costume with like a top hat with like the clock in it to know that it's like a rabbit that's late. You know, um, <gasps> oh. I'll have to send it to you later. It's good.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Holy crap! Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, just really strange too is that I watched. I don't know if uh, the Spice, um. The the Drag Queen Spice Girl show came to your area.
1: No, but I know our our pal juice box is in
0: it. Yes, and Priyanka. Oh, who's is Priyanka who is she in it? I'm pretty sure Priyanka is scary spice. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like super shocked. They were amazing. I could be wrong i do like it's priyanka for sure
1: it's funny because like when priyanka won i was like "Mm, did she deserve to win over rita but after like this year that she's been the reigning queen i'm like yeah she deserves it she's really like stepped it up and she's been a good representation for canada i'm into it
0: and those bmo commercials are fabulous (sighs) yeah drag queens need bank accounts too (laughs) they do even though there's like you know a very small portion of uh, white male Canada who are in the comments immediately uh, saying really like dumb bullshit like what does this have to do with BMO?
1: Um, because everybody needs a bank, idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like I like like uh it, it doesn't matter what you guys do, but I don't want to see it on my bank advertisements.
1: Yeah, well i'm i'm not straight phobic but i don't want to see straights being straight in public just keep it to yourself okay yeah
0: well yeah i mean it's disgusting it's
1: disgusting stop stop making children
0: (laughs) (laughs) the climate crisis is real and you're only contributing to the collective anxiety that will engulf the earth nobody asked you to have kids
1: Stop having them. We have enough mm. greenhouse gas emissions. Sorry, I'm I'm kidding, Pete. I'm kidding, listeners in Indiana.
0: Breed away. <laughs>
1: Breed away. <gasps> <laughs> what are we here to talk about again?
0: Oh yes. Uh, Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye. Season one. One. <laughs>
1: episode four. Four. Cat's <laughs> <Katzler, laughs> as Thea would say.
0: Okay. Okay. So in this episode, um, which I've watched three times and still can't, you know, seem to like let it, it doesn't soak in and I don't remember anything. Um, oh, I think but it's, You it's, know
1: what? I, I was going to say we do that a lot, but I think it's less to do with the fact that we're like, we love our Marvel properties, but we're just, we just, we're getting older. We just can't remember things. <laughs> it's <laughs> like my memory retention is not nearly as good as it used to be.
0: Right, like, and I want to say, like, uh, not that I got COVID and not that I judged those who did, because that's another conversation we need to start to have, um, is the whole COVID phobia thing. But like, not today. Um, the brain fog is
1: real.
0: Yeah, man. The brain fog into old age, <laughs> into older age, is real. And could you imagine if it was exacerbated by COVID? I would be brain dead
1: not to mention combine that with seasonal depression and regular depression oh and gluten like just attacked atta- it's just fully
0: it's attacked
1: so maybe maybe we have the wikipedia entry up on us when we talk about it to to you dear viewers in Kansas
0: Wyoming Casper Wyoming what's up <laughs> Don't worry, we haven't forgot about you either, Belgium. We just like <laughs> oh, You forgot. Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh no. <laughs> We've been cancelled in Belgium.
1: Oh um, so episode okay. four.
0: Yes. How does it start? How does it start? Oh yes. There, well, I mean they haven't been captured. That was episode three. Oh yes. That was oh, episode, yes. three. That was
1: That's episode two,
0: actually. Oh, Ooh. Okay, so the swordsman has Clint Barton by the sword point point. and Kate is in the next room hacking into her hacking into her mother's computer to get information about uh, that'll help them kind of get the cops or whatever off of her tail or uh, whatever it is that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to stop the tracksuit mafia. They're trying to do like several different things and she's in her mom's computer. Um she rushes into the next room, sees that her stepdaddy is about to mm, decapitate the okay. Hawkeye, and then her mother rushes in. Oh, you're Archer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, okay. that's a read. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, the thing comes out about his branding again. I feel like that and another thing that happened in the episode are going to do some extremely heavy lifting like later on. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, so um, she's like, no, mom's like, no, and everyone's like and swordsman's like, oh, yeah, they don't know I'm swordsman. Um,
1: (laughs) Oops.
0: (laughs) Puts the sword down. Clint notices that it's the Ronin sword.
1: Here we are, yeah. The, the dots um, are are connecting.
0: Yes, and then they go into uh, they go back into mom's office, where she proceeds to grill them, uh, you know, doing mom head of faculty style. At
1: a faculty style, a faculty style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: where she's like, "Are you best friends?" And Kate's like, "Yeah, we're best friends." And Hawkeye's uh, like, "No,
1: absolutely not."
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's the worst sidekick ever, but she's my best friend and then uh he actually just tells her look she's helping me with some stuff re- and then realizes what that means because mom is like wait you're an avenger what does my like young adult daughter <laughs> have to do with uh avengers level things like mm-hmm. why would she need to be helping you and they don't i don't know how they even possibly get out of it but they get out of it and they're like yeah it's a secret
1: yeah, they kind of just downplay it. I was kind of, I was expecting there to be more exposition too, but there wasn't. They didn't give us that answer. They didn't give her that answer rather. So they just kind of downplay it. It just kind of turns to a scene of Hawkeye being like, I got to go. And so <clears throat> Eleanor walks him to the door or to the elevator door. And then that's like the first tidbit that I, where she kind of asks Clint to not do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, maybe Eleanor... Is the villain. (gasps) A scandalo.
0: A scandalo!
1: So. And then we quickly after that. See her cut to being on the phone with someone. And she can't get a hold of them, And she says can you call me back. So basic movie 101 filmmaking. Tells me that that means. She's up to something.
0: Oh oh yes. And she (laughs) most. I feel like she most definitely is. Um. I don't feel like she, I feel like she is Kate's mother. But I also feel like Tracksuit Mafia, Kate's mom, and daddy all answer to somebody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I think a good hypothesis to put out there at this point.
0: Yeah. And uh, based, I mean, based on the comics, I feel like that's Kingpin. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Who knows? Who can tell?
0: No, no, no. Vincent <laughs> D'Onofrio did.
1: <laughs> oh, did he? Did he say anything? I think
0: um, I think that he mentioned that he would be back, but not in Spider-Man.
1: But not in Spider-Man. Which, by the way, we have a Spider-Man count of six days. Did you hear yeah. Spider-Man mm-hmm. has sold, like, an insane amount of pre-sale tickets? An yeah. insane amount. And they're still not confirming if Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield are going to be in the movie.
0: Yeah, except for, um, you know, they're at the premiere and they're at the premieres. We were just they're in the at- neighborhood. Yeah, just hugging Tom Holland because we love him.
1: Yeah, he's great. He took mm-hmm. over my job. That's fine. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> hugging the person that did that too.
0: <laughs> so they leave the apartment.
1: Yes. No, don't leave the apartment. Hawkeye Hawkeye does.
0: Yes. And um, then, I don't know what it is about, like, the familial nature of, as in family, of these scenes. But her, um, Daddy Swordsman, and uh, Mommy are all sitting around, and they're, like, joking, and then he uses an aphorism, like, incorrectly, and that's what I was talking about. That's going to do some heavy lifting later, where... um, Uh, You know, it's going to turn out that Swordsman's English is totally perfect and he's pretending and he's not this weird, like creepy uh, dancer um, because Mm. he spins mom around the room several times while Kate's there. And it's like kind of uncomfortable. Um, And then, uh, yeah, it's it's, that scene kind of serves. He says, you know what? I'd rather be. Swordsman says, I'd rather be made fun of constantly than to not be spending fan- any time with like to be alone on Christmas and that kind of shakes Kate's tree and she realizes that her now uh, newly named best friend is alone on Christmas ish mm-hmm. um so she grabs pizza dog grabs pizza um and beer uh
1: I think it was beer it was some something
0: sweet and she heads over to almost um, said Barty crouch um she heads over she heads over to clint barton's apartment where which she knows exactly where it is oh i guess she does yeah she isn't was there.
1: it her aunt's apartment oh is it i think it is i think it's no. a relative that she's hanging out with isn't it like her relative is oh, out of town i think it's her aunt
0: okay that makes total that makes way more sunset because i was like clint barton keeps an apartment that's insane but mm-hmm. i mean his secret sidekick wife also speaks like not russian german what was that all about right so was- <laughs> talking about family secrets i feel like that's gonna be a pile of worms later too where we, like, figure out that she's, like, Q-level, uh, Q-level uh, hel- helping. Like, how else did Clint know where to find all these people to kill when he was the Ronin? She's um, actually,
1: like, the start of QAnon.
0: Oh, oh, wait a second. Yeah, I said that. I realized she left the Earth in the snap, so oh, that would have been
1: a Did you mean Q from 007?
0: <laughs> I meant Q from Star Trek.
1: Oh, we're going everywhere. Okay
0: it's it's an intergalactic baby (laughs) but no (laughs) yeah 007 where where are you going (laughs) i don't know i we're everywhere i mean we already dwell in trump's america so
1: oh Oh, god don't get me started on that man
0: (laughs) the aftermath
1: the aftermath uh, yeah Uh. i call i like to call it the after party
0: right where it's just like but it's the after party that's like 4.45 a.m.
1: Where it's like, we should be sleeping by now. Yeah everyone,
0: yeah, everyone is still moving because they're all coked up. But no one is leaving. Yeah. Um, the party's not actually fun anymore. And like, we're out of vodka. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah. that's modern day society. <laughs> oh,
0: God. So terrible. Because uh, it's, it's like, hey, maybe one of these assholes will want to go out for breakfast later. I don't know. Perhaps. So
1: Kate goes over to the apartment, right? And they have their Christmas movie marathon because Clint's feeling a little down because he can't be with his kids still. No pressure. Just Debbie Dad. They start to bond over such things as, uh, you know, they they do their little coin tossing trick. He teaches her the coin tossing trick to hit the TV, which is pretty cool, actually. Mm, Yeah. Pretty cool. They, yeah, so they just, they, they make their mixed drinks. They make their their colorful drinks um side catch what is with all of these um movie posters in the apartment are they they, some they look like b movies from like like you know like creature not creature from the lac lagoon because that's not a b movie but in that style it's all these like vaguely like i'm like i think that's a real movie but i'm not sure but if it is it's like a very low budget studio from the you know 50s movie like did you catch all these movie posters
0: Yes. And if it's her aunt's apartment, then it's like, and I'm still, I'm still very like, how, how do, did the bishops um, amass their fortune? Because I accidentally went back. um, I accidentally hit play on the first episode. And apparently it's not mom's fortune. It's dad's fortune, you know, biker jacket dad. She's mm-hmm. like, I know that you're used to living in this penthouse and like solutions to all your problems just fall out of thin air, but that's not how the world works. And I was like, oh, where did they make their money? Maybe it's in porno. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I mean, if you're like, could you imagine having the posters for all the porn that you directed like just hanging around and they're all like illustrated in a pul- classic pulp style? <laughs>
1: I think that would be really lovely, actually. Just give me like a witty title and like, give me like sexual innuendo, like a sunscreen bottle squirting out, you know, day at the beach or something. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Large hats. (laughs) So yeah, um, maybe, I I I don't know if it means anything. It has to. They called attention to it. Because she started writing on the glass for a poster, which mm-hmm. also to me is the mark of a, a put together human because I haven't framed a movie poster. You have life.
1: one? You <laughs> mm-hmm. haven't. You haven't framed a movie poster.
0: Okay. Well, hey, do you know what? I got one plaqued and I was like, this is what adult adulthood means.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I think I have one plaqued too, actually. Which one did you get
0: plaqued? Oh. Uh Journey Home. Oh, yeah, sorry. Have... Is, is that right? It's the Star Trek movie. What the oh, whale. okay.
1: <laughs> I have Spider Man 2 plaque.
0: That's a flex.
1: That's a flex. You see the little Dr. Octopus reflected in Spider Man's eye. Uh huh. It's pretty dope. Pretty oh. dope.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway. So she's writing on the poster glass. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that means anything. Uh, The movie posters around the apartment. But now that you say it, I'm suspicious. Track it. Mm. Uh, Okay, we'll put a pin on that and circle around. We'll come back to that later. Distill that in a memo
1: to our teams and uh, we'll reconvene.
0: Yeah. And uh, so somehow they end up on the rooftop where... Well,
1: Clint first pays a little visit to Mr. Kazzy in the backseat of his car.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he he's basically like, dude, what's Maya's problem with Ronan? Like, can you tell her to chill? He's dead. And I mean, it's not so much a, <clears throat> I don't know what the, what's going to be made of it. To be honest, I don't know if, if that's going to convince Maya. Probably not. But we get we get Clint kind of playing with those expectations. Usually, it's the villain in the back seat. You know, you close the door and you see the villain in the rearview mirror, and then they fire mm-hmm. get you? But Clint's in the back seat. Uh, He also sends Kate, though, to the LARPer event to get his trick arrows back.
0: Yes, because one of them is a cop and she can break into the facility where the GPS trick arrow has stopped moving.
1: (laughs) Thank God for that one.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Way more. Definitely another arrow just turning out to be way more useful than the USB arrow. Deep in right? Well, hey, sometimes there, you never know when you're going to need it. I mean, sometimes you run into your sister and you need copies of those Christmas photos from two years ago. Yep. Yep. Or you need oh. to stop Ultron. Or you need to stop Ultron in mm-hmm. an alternate dimension.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Kate, Kate befriends the LARPers oh. and gets the arrows back in exchange for... Her presence at future LARPing events, I assume. And she also volunteers Hawkeye for that lovely distinguishment. Um, yeah.
0: And they're really into it, which I love. <laughs> they're mm. like, thank God for costuming. Uh, this is amazing. Um, and now they have all kinds of new friends, which is fun.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yep. No,
0: for um, sure. Oh, and then they break into Maya's apartment.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So well, this is now the rooftop scene. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So they break into Maya, they, they, well, they break into an apartment. They don't realize that it's Maya's. Different clues give it away, um, and they realize it too late. Um, so Maya is inside. She discovers Kate inside um, and begins fighting with her. But then also Hawkeye engages in a fight on the rooftop nearby where he's helping Kate. A
1: masked individual. Me. Mm
0: -hmm. yes because he's like well Maya's over here and Kate's like no Maya's over here and then Clint's like well who am I fighting and we don't find out until Clint falls off the roof
1: he does and then he like yeah yeah.
0: Kate is about to shoot Uh, she unmasks herself and Kate is about to shoot her with an arrow and do we say it
1: Well, you know, yeah, I'd be to say it. It's, it's Yelena. Oh, yes. Black Widow's Uh, sister.
0: Yes. So uh, she looks at Kate and just like Hawkeye encourages her to not take the shot because they're going to be best friends in the future (laughs) and it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be the shot that she didn't take. That she never regretted. Yeah. She's gonna watch her fall off a mountaintop because she's gonna sacrifice herself for the world. Because history is doomed to repeat itself. No, not.
1: <laughs> no, but well, you know I love a good rooftop battle. That was a good rooftop battle. There was lots of different elements with Maya in it, and then Yelena in it, and Kate getting ejected from it by Hawkeye, and then having her have to walk back up the stairs to get into the <laughs> to fight, really selling the humanity of it. yeah it did yeah it did i was like oh yeah i it was great and i think it's a i mean it's not a surprising reveal because we knew from the main cast announcement that yelena was going to be in this and i'm like well who has not debuted yet but i look forward to seeing what's going to happen with yelena uh she did not succeed in killing hawkeye so what's where's where are we going from here you know, so i I'm excited. I'm excited to see how she factors into it, how Kingpin possibly factors into it. It's gonna be good.
0: It's so good. And it's at Christmas <clears throat> oh. if yeah, if they aren't if they aren't hitting you over the head with the word Christmas or like a big old Christmas stick, it's like there's lights everywhere. and they're reminding you that Clint's trying to do this all before he has to get home for Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. This is my new Christmas movie (laughs) TV
1: show. Also, I'm learning so much about like a deaf culture in terms of like the strobe lights or like the alarm system.
0: Yeah, that is so
1: that's so dope. Yeah, I was like, well, that's that's what that would make sense. You know, we know so many things we take for granted, like headphones and and alarm systems and stuff. It's like, how do you adapt? So that was cool. Um, Yeah, I will also be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I like. I was gonna just one more point to that one is I like how they then show Clint dealing with his deafness and like in an opposite way because it took him a second to remember why the lights were strobing. It's because he and I like how they're like he won't accept it or he won't fully live um, like an uh, like a, a life where he can't hear. He would rather. Yeah, pretend that he's able, totally able-bodied. Yeah. They're but doing yes, a really good saying. job
1: with his humanity, though. Like, they're mm-hmm. doing a really good job showing us, maybe giving us, like, um, retroactive explanation as to why he was always kind of overshadowed in the Avengers, you know? Nobody ever took him seriously. They always went for Iron Man and Thor and everything, and and they're like, well, Hawkeye's only human, you know? So it's, it's kind of like a nice... Um, filling in the blanks of of maybe why marvel didn't focus on him initially but there's a lot to to look at here and it's fun i'm I'm enjoying this more than i did winter soldier
0: Mm, yes winter soldier wasn't it could have been just as good and just as nuanced but it wasn't
1: it was it was not um sorry sorry winter soldier
0: no i mean this is this is um this is the deaf experience. Winter Soldier could have been about superheroics and the black experience, but they didn't. Just like most Disney properties that, um, you know, hidden figures, remember the Titans, it's mm-hmm. about how the black experience affects the white experience. And it, it never goes oh. far enough. It just never goes far enough. It's like, okay, great, we get to we get to watch. I've been thinking about this ever since we stopped talking about it. But it's like, that show just could have been so much better if it would have just focused on Sam mm-hmm. the whole time, and like, if Sebastian Stan's character, oh my God, Bucky, had to na- like, how does this person who is from the one of the most racist eras, how does, it, but also is trapped in time. Like how does he navigate? Uh, How does he, who cares how he navigates it? How do you teach him to be different? Um, Mm -hmm. Or not, how do you teach him? How does he, how does he do the work? How does somebody like that do any kind of work that isn't emotionally exhaustive for all the people of color around him?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if like they, it's just the, that had so many pacing issues, and also too, it was it unfortunately had bad luck because it was cut right in half by COVID, where they, like they filmed half of it, and then they're like, yeah. "Whoa!" So uh, who knows what it would have been? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you would have thought though that like if you're a writer sitting at home for X amount of months, waiting for productions to ramp up again, maybe you would revisit some things. But again, we don't know how that all is. We don't know the conversations that are being had behind the scenes. It just wasn't as fulfilling as Mm -mm. it could have been and not fulfilling as fulfilling as Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye is good. I think it's a good show.
0: No. And I can't wait to see more. And I think we're only two episodes from the end.
1: We have two more episodes. That Mm. is correct.
0: So sad. (laughs) So if you like us, can't wait for the end, but also in a good way, can't wait for a season two. let us know. Um, the email address is fullvolumepod at gmail.com. I'm sorry if you've dropped anything in there lately. And by lately, I mean in the last three months because I haven't been checking it regularly. Mm, Sorry, Indiana. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Wyoming. (laughs) Bye, Kansas. I'm trying to open a comic book store.
1: I didn't know this.
0: Surprise! Oh,
1: that's exciting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so it's been like uh i've been really busy (laughs) oh and i'm trying to um refurbish some dice for a certain x-men fan Me, (laughs) (laughs) which i was gonna say i was like i'll save that conversation for when we call each other tomorrow for the podcast um so after we log off i'll give you the update but um yeah I mean continue to send us messages. We'll get to you in the new year. Our break is very soon. Um mm-hmm. fish can't swim in frozen water. So Brent is is due for vacation.
1: I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look um at these bags. You- <laughs> But yeah, keep sending us great mail, yeah. and you can reach out and contact us through uh the comic book syndicate socials that's at comic book syndicate or at comic syndicate on twitter um at comic book syndicate everywhere else uh just hashtag full volume pod and until next time we never introduced ourselves but it doesn't we just matter got now. too
1: hot and heavy about isis couture
0: yeah, she makes you forget the world exists. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, can... I've been Harvey Bren. And I've been G.I. Jolie.
1: So keep it loud.
0: <gasps> keep it at the fullest <laughs> of volumes.
1: Just keep it. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>
2: um, so... Hello everybody. <laughs> so this is my theory. Um I'm really bad at names, but the mother is the mm-hmm. villain. Her sister is Valentina. When the mother was threatening Hawkeye at the well, threatening Hawkeye being like stay away from my daughter. Yeah. She went to the phone and contacted somebody aka her sister, her aunt, um who had Black Widow's sister, like I said, yeah, I'm no. bad at names. <laughs> we said blender <laughs> To take out Hawkeye magically on the rooftop. That's how she showed up. That's my theory.
0: Well, right? Makes it's, sense. Probably, it, it's like 100% correct.
2: And then that that, that that makes sense why Valentina is so connected in like knowing where people are and how to find them mm-hmm. is because Her sister has like the largest tech firm, like surveillance company.
0: (gasps) And she works for Kingpin. Hmm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, co producer, (laughs) producer of the full (laughs) volume podcast.